we got so much, so much going on. And then DC fandom, we have stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> we haven't been able to touch on it yet because it's been Halloween. Halloween ah. is very organized. It's sacred. Unlike everything else in our lives. Yeah. Alright. Welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, the only podcast not voiced by Chris Pratt. My name is uh, Toby DePola, and this is a free period, a, a post-Halloween we're sick of writing down episode topics, so we're just going to hang out. You know, this podcast could get hosted by Chris Pratt. Yeah, we've got to be careful. We've got to remain ever likes, vigilant of Chris likes, Pratt showing up. He likes up. the Italian, so you could be replaced. Mm. Oh, he, Eventually, you might be Chris Pratt. It's all Italian what, men what? and lasagnas with that guy. Who is there just, like, sitting, like, who is in casting going, we need Chris Pratt. We need Chris Pratt. God, he's doing really well, though. Good for him. What is his done? Mario voice going to be? I don't know. I only, like, I still love him from Deep in the Valley. But that is like a different guy. You have to see it to be like, wow. He's gonna he's gonna play Garfield first, eat all no. of the lasagna. And that's gonna get him into uh, And that's gonna get mode. him into how the is... Mario. You're an idiot. That's <laughs> how I get into Mario mode. Alright. Of course we are we're joined by Bobo Jenkins this week. Hello. Yep. And producer Kyle. <laughs> I am here in physical. Physical. That's it. There we go. Very good. As long as as you press the microphone button, we're good. See? You got this. Bobo was like, oh, what are you going to talk about? And I'm like, I'm just there to record it. These are the things I wrote down, so feel free to ignore them or pick one up to you. No, there's something I want to talk about, too. This is to start off with. Like, we're talking about Chris Pratt being in those movies and, like, Garfield. Like, he's getting a lot. Do you remember the last Garfield movie? The first Garfield movie we got? You mean the second one? No. Because that's the latest The second, no, not the second one. We're talking live action. The live action Babe in the big city. Not the one where he goes to London. It's not the city, it's Cat in the city. Not the one where he goes to London. The one that, like, where he meets Odie. Yeah, and he sends him away. Yeah, like, I think we're forgetting how amazing that was, and they need to match this. Oh shit! It comes up in my notes next week. Actually, what's that? Booyah! Um, the CGI quality of Garfield in two thousand four. They did. They that did. being that it was better than the thing I'm covering because it had a film budget hmm. and wasn't a shitty TV show. See, with Garfield, you know who's like in a lot of those like kid CGI CGI movies? Mm. The guy who plays Scott Summers in X Men. What is his name? Marston. James, James Marston. Marston. Sonic Hedgehog's he was, friend. He was in Sonic. He was in Hulk. Peter Rabbit. He And Peter Rabbit. He's <laughs> in both? He was oh in, my God. I think he was in both. He's been in so many of those movies. If he's in Garfield, he could just like... He can be, um... What's the other cat? Normal. He can be normal. Why not? I don't know. Who's going to get the cast for like Odie? If it's Pratt? The dog. Charlie Day. Luigi. Oh, Charlie Day. <laughs> yeah, me too. He's going to be... He's going to bring gonna so much... He's going to be my much. favorite part of that show. He's going to bring so much energy to that. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see everyone do a funny accent. It's gonna be fun. I f- mm, I'm on the fence. I'm glad they've got um the actual voice of Mario in it. Who's what is he doing in it? I don't know. He's just doing like cameos they've, and bits. They've just got the you, you're in, in the Mario movie. He's just there but, to cameo verbally. It's like I know you've been like Mario for decades, but you're not Mario. Yeah, right. That's why I'm kind of on the fence. I'm like, you've got him there. Yeah. Just yeah, just do it. It's fine. But whatever. No matter. But he won't draw the people in like Chris Pratt. I know. It's 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 all stunt casting, which makes you um 
You keep your expectations low if that's what we're resorting to. No, but the, like we're getting quite a few of those like good like classic kids movies back, like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> like oh, I just wanted I wanted Star Command, but that, that's because I think I might be old. Like, like the new suit, off. everything about it looks so good. It's very pretty. All the smoke when the rocket takes off. Like ninety four. How long ago was it? Like we're going on to like what twenty seven years? Mm. Is it twenty seven years since Toy Story? No, Toy Story is ninety one. I know Toy Story is old. Toy Story. Chris Pratt is the only person in Garfield. Was it ninety one? It's no. just Gar- no. It's the Garfield minus Garfield stuff. Sorry. So it's just Garfield on his own. Toy, uh, Toy Story is ninety five. Toy Story is ninety five. That is ninety five, ninety nine. 2010, 27 years, 27 years ago. Mm. I don't know. Like that, that's a big thing to happen. Like here, in a long time. Now we're getting some quality kids movies for us to go see. We just got to get to the adult sessions. Yeah, because we're going to be with around kids that just don't respect it. Mm. Nah, look, I'm I'm bowing out. With what? You're out of Toy Story. You're out of Buzz Lightyear. I, I or Lightyear, had... or whatever it's called. I had my perfect send-off for that series. What was that, two movies ago now? I did watch four. Toy Story 3, I just, cried. It, like, made, me, it made me... It wasn't good. No, when the toys were in the trash compactor... Oh, yeah, like, yeah we didn't like four. When right. the toys like were in the trash and they were about to die and they accepted their fate... Yeah, and the movie fades to black and the credits <laughs> roll. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you, have you heard about that? No. There was a guy that he used to watch him with his mum. And so, after that scene... He put the credits. He edited the film and cut out everything after the fact and just let and them die. That was what he showed his mum. It's the meanest shit I've ever oh seen. It's beautiful. God. That's how she thought the series ended. That kid is Satan, and that's amazing. When that happened, and I didn't know they were going to get saved, because yeah. I didn't keep an eye on the runtime. Like, inside me, like I just broke. I think everyone. That was a real. That's a good ending. That, that film probably has one of the best endings. Hmm. So long. He says, see you, Space Cowboy, to Andy as he lives. It just makes me break. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, was, that was... And it was so well-timed, because if you watched it, like, Because you aged kid, it correct- correctly. Yeah, that's That just... was what we were going through. Just like yeah. Monsters University. I like, like, I went like to see it. There's heaps of these, like, snot-nosed kids just, like, going, oh, look, a fluffy blue monster. And I'm like, you don't know who he is. Half the reason we are doing a fake educational nerd podcast is because I heard, I hear tale. Alright, we get to the end of one of the Marvel movies, and it's the after credit reveal of Thanos. And some dude in an audience somewhere, which I heard from a different podcast, with another guy complaining about this. No, this happened at our film. This happens all the time. After credit sequences where everyone's excited, but no one knows what's going on. So so Thanos pops up, alright? And a dude points at the screen and goes, A purple Hulk! (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like we gotta put a stop to this god yeah I know it's just it's a good time to be in like almost 30 mm. like it, like there's a lot of downsides to, to yourself yeah there's yeah. a lot of downsides to getting like older like getting close to closer to 30 but we're getting all this stuff from our childhood coming back mm. what are some other reboots and stuff to tangent into from here we're getting a lot of stuff coming out. Even like, if, well, we could go into fandom a little bit if you want to. Like with that, like we're getting Keaton, like the yeah. the, the trailer and the like the big ears. Yeah, yeah, we, we can. Oh man, we're gonna jump around a lot. 
Yeah, that flash thing was good. The flash. Yeah. I loved it. Like, he's just like, there. He's like, we don't have much to show you. I'm like, what? I like that he's wearing the choker to remind us that he choked that woman. <laughs> that's that was immediately, yeah, it, as soon that's as his it ended, he was like, hey, did, do you did think you that? Notice? Did you think did that you was notice? really? No, I don't think he's the joker, but like, the choker. Oh <laughs> I don't think he's doing it on God. purpose. I just laughed at it. But yeah, that, that trailer is very fun. I know he says it's not a real trailer, but you know, I'll count that. It was cool. That was, I was excited to see I shit. was not expecting to see that much. Isn't it baffling and crazy that we're not getting a Flash origin movie? We're know. getting Flashpoint? Yeah. What I, a weird place to start. Like, I, I get it. Everyone who wants an origin has the TV series and... I don't think they have the time. I don't think they have, like, the uh, enough time to do it. I think because I think because they're just in such a rush to reboot their universe, yeah. so they can do an origin story they're from there or something. Yeah, they can re- they can do it after the fact. Like, look, their Superman's not coming back. Their Batman's still on the fence whether he's coming back. Like Ben Affleck, is he coming back? No. So they got yes. to reboot it briefly in this film. Yeah. He might be there just and also just to establish the previous timeline before yeah. Flash goes. But I know he's there somewhere. And they need to have more communication with their like comics department. But like, still, like I'm looking forward to this Flashpoint. Just like the movie, yeah, but. Their plan for afterwards. This is their chance to reboot. Yeah, I'm excited. If they to see waste they this and they do not take advantage <laughs> of it, they can't just go. We're going to have a flashpoint too. Let's flashpoint again. They're just going to do that, no. Or even like. I mean, the amount of times, fucking the Flash fucks up the timelines. Is it wouldn't shock me if they do flash the flashpoint trilogy didn't every they... five or six years. They're like new Flash. But didn't they do something like that with like uh, on? What, on the CW show? Yeah. Because I remember Superman went around. The Superman went around. That's awesome. Like, Superman I'm went... I'm tangenting into that next. Because, like, like, Smallville Superman was in, like, the CW series. Like yeah. the new series. So, did they do something like that? Yes. They they rearranged it. A... I can't remember what specifically, but I remember the them introing it, having it backwards. Because... Hmm. Oliver Queen was married to Smoke. Felicity Smoke? Yes. Yeah. And I think they were backwards. Because what the green arrow was the flash and the flash was the green arrow for mm-hmm. a second there. And I remember them doing it and I have it on iTunes and I've not watched it. Because by that point I was already super burnt out on the CW. The TV commit shows... to seven hours a week of TV. Yeah, they got a lot. But even like that new Superman and out. Lois is like it's I hear enjoyable. Great things. It is really no, enjoyable. The CGI for the TV series. No, I'm sorry. I've no. already had my Superman and Lois for Dean Kane. Smallville. No. No, Dean Kane. Smallville was good. Dean Kane. I just remember him from like Ripley's Believe It or Not. I just see him oh, cool. there standing and going, "Oh, there's a guy who can swallow bees." No, I um, fucking... I had a poster of him inside my wardrobe doors as a child because that was the only place I was allowed to hang things in my room. The Green Arrow from Smallville's voice in Superman in the Injustice animated film. And he appears in Supergirl. Nice. Supergirl's ending too. Did you see that mm. big thing at DC Fandom about that? Like they had like the little... The goodbye thing. Yeah, the little goodbye thing. That series was one of my favourites of the bunch. That, that did fairly well. What was that like the... I think I held on to the Supergirl longer than most of the others. Yeah, because it my... wasn't entrenched in family bullcrap even though her sister was in it. Yeah, but we didn't have to watch her mum come back from the dead like eight or nine times. It was fucking annoying. Because she's back. God damn it, Green Arrow. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot with that. 
but yeah, the series to come out. And like, we got <laughs> that big thing about the Flash's new boots. He's like, he just the probe is like, I've always wanted gold boots. Because he should have had them from the yeah, start. I know. Yeah, we're all excited and about like, boots, as dumb as that is. Yeah, I know, and they bring it in. It's like, that's, can't it's, be helped. It's good. I'm, I'm looking forward. I need to catch up on that Flash stuff, too. Mm. I have some Michael Keaton stuff to tangent into, but. While we're on the CW TV run, Kai, what did you think of the Batwoman and Alice season three trailer? And did you feel uncomfortable with it? Look, as someone <laughs> whose main play with the character is Bombshell, uh-huh. up. Yeah, um, I yeah, I don't know what to make of that one. I always look at season one in like RJB Hi-Fi and be like, one day I'm going to cover this on the podcast and I'm going to be like just a f- just on fire with hatred for it. Mm. For the bad I'm excited one. to hate watch watch it. Yeah, I don't even know. There was a lot of stuff going on with Ruby Rose and all that, and I had mm. no idea. Like apparently, it was, what what was that? She, she didn't Ruby like Rose working being every Ruby day. Rose. Oh, okay, she didn't like working constantly. She wants to stay home. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> and, yeah, look, there's... Kathy Kane is one of, like, genuinely the best characters, not just as an LBGT representation, but overall. Yeah, the Kathy Kane Batwoman is character. fucking insanely good. That's good. And the TV show doesn't seem to care. <laughs> is, it be, is it just the quality of the writing? Is it like the production? Like, do yeah, they have enough yep. time for CGI? Keep or? suggesting, because you'll be right. <laughs> it, just, all it falls above. short everywhere. Everything about it. It was Alice, man. What the like, fuck is with a, Alice? Why like, she's so normal? Honestly, it feels like they went into the offices and said, "We need a diverse character. Yeah. We need to represent women. We need to represent all the you know LBGTQA plus." Left, they immediately we need went to a black one. All of this, like. We, we need a character that does everything. And they throw it at a wall and see what sticks. Kinda. Oh my god. I don't even think they hit the wall. I think <laughs> it they went straight it, out the window and into the traffic. I think they threw it towards what they thought was a basket. It turned out it was a trash can. And it landed just short. And they're all still in a room yelling at each other to who gets to get up and pick it up. <sighs> Allergy is one again. of my favourite DC books of all time. With it? And I didn't get it. <laughs> I did not get it out of that show, like, which bums me out. With DC, like, I I used to love Smallville. I used to love, like, Arrow when it first started, but mm. I feel like DC would be better if they followed, like, Marvel with, like, making a miniseries where they focus on a quality, not quantity, of episodes. Yeah, I think a lot of it gets dragged out. That was the like problem that we had with all the family dramas in the CW shows. It's just to fill in time. Just fill. Like, Daredevil was such a good miniseries. Mm. Like, and they just, like, the seasons were so good. They were, they were all different. People didn't like Iron Fist, but I liked it because it was, like... But it wasn't... It, it was comic bookier, yeah. honestly, in a weird way. It was, I didn't mind it. It was pace. And, like, you had decent writing and CGI because they weren't rushed to, like, get them out. Because the turnaround for those episodes is... Crazy. It's the same problem we run into in literally every aspect of like nerd culture is rushing and scrambling for ideas. Like if you let a good writer who's inspired sit down, take their time, do it right, mm. and then have an artist who feels the same, sit down and do it right. Yeah, you usually get a better thing out of it. But even like, who gave a shit that Mister Miracle was getting a book, and then it came out, and yeah. it's woof, woof, and it's like a bit of property there that. 
could, if utilized well, mm. like that would make a good mini series. It's the same as make Power Girl. Though. We ha- we have this argument all the time that mm. you know her writer was so Mad into about writing being her neglected. and it, yeah. Hmm. He so kept, the whole he just we kept got inc- Power Girl. They just kept making her titties bigger until the editor like comes into his offices like. What are you doing? What's up with these tits? And he's like, they're huge because I increased them a cup size every time you didn't fucking acknowledge us. And now she has monster cans. Because you didn't say shit for like six months. And now it's a staple. And Imagine sometimes the- written well. I do like that because it's someone walking into work and they've, you know, got a haircut. No one notices. No one said shit. So they come in the next day and they've dyed it. You a know, different colour? Just, just a, but a natural colour. Mm. So they've gone from, you know, blonde to brown. And then no one still notices it. So they come in and they've got, like, blue streaks through it. It's like... You just do that. On and on. Yeah, until you have, like, the mohawk of chests. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. I pulled one was that the, the was that at the Was that at the end or was that at the beginning? This is just, like, how it oh, is Oh, so you now. can see them get bigger as they go? Look, put it you this can, way. You can, but it's, it's a ri- in original, like, JSA. It's, like, really old stuff. Oh, my put God. Put it this way. Toby has a statue. Um, a, a friend that you know very well walked in and went, Whoa, they're fake. Wow. A friend? That's, yeah. I think that's part of why she's the boob expert on the podcast. Um, It'd have to be. All right, so we brought up Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. One of the things I read literally hours before recording this is the is the first half of the Batman 89 miniseries. It is fleshed the fuck out. I really like it. Um, Written by Sam Hamm. Who was, That's a great name. I know, Sam but he's also Hamm. the guy who wrote the Tim Burton Batman movies. Well, that's helpful. So he's there. Um, we're doing the Two-Face that we, that, um, we were promised in the third movie but never ended up with. We get... It's, it's very deeply cut. Like, I'm seeing a lot of like racial tension stuff but if you go back and check LA riots were the same year Batman Returns came out so so it's like literally fitting of its time yeah and there's so many little references and deep cuts and stuff in it there's there's like a dude in the background wearing the glasses that the mutants wear in Dark Knight Returns everyone at Halloween's in a Tim Burton costume like it's it's for like a a little tie-in Based off nothing but nostalgia for a, what a twenty-year-old movie. But I like they that went, they're doing that. They went hard, and I like that. Too. Mm. Like they're good I like that they're going. Yeah, I like that they're going back and trying to write it out. There's also ads in it for um, the Dick Donner Superman time comic as well. But I like that this is like the original concept of the third Batman movie. Yeah, like even. The Robin being Marlon Wayne's looking. Yeah, like, it's all very accurate, but it makes sense because it's the writer. Yeah. Is there a reason they have mm. brought this out? Is this to allude to anything coming up? Not really. No, oh, they. Batman eighty nine sells, man. I think that Batmobile's awesome. I think Batman sixty. Six. Six. Mm. They did that first. Mm. And they saw, like... It did relatively well, but it petered out on its own. Yeah, but it was always going to, because the people that are reading comics now, mm. meaning, like, you and that, so you have fans you're not going to pick that up. Indian. But 89, the mm. 90s films, you would pick up. 
Yeah. And that was, like, a good jumping point to see if people would be interested in reading tie-in comics to properties that are now over two decades old. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad it's not, like, a weird tacked-on thing. It feels like a well-built story. Yeah. And I'm excited to read the next three issues when they come out. And that's all I like that DC are doing the research into people that know about that stuff. Do you like that Barbara because Gordon's Kevin... engaged to Harvey Dent in this? Mm. No? I was okay with that, and then they start bringing up Burnside, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't cross that line, man. Because as you recall, New 52 back so when that did Burnside stuff. This, when did this come out? Was this, uh... Recent. I was gonna say, like, I tried to read fresh things instead of catching up, because I'm like a year and a half behind on fucking everything. Oh my god. What do you what do you think of DC in twenty twenty one? How do you think they've gone compared this year compared to in previous years? Just with their comic collection, their comic like releases. Do you think they're on the rise? Do you think they're on time? What do you think? I think it's still the same shit we were dealing with in the new fifty two. Yeah. Where meddling fingers are making some bad mistakes here and there. But for every bad title or uninteresting title or title that's stalling because there's a crossover event coming up so they can't do the story like they wanted or when they weren't allowed to put power girl and huntress back in the time zone so they finished their story arc and then stalled for literally a year of comics for every one of those there's a really like good thing floating underneath yeah out just out of prying eyes it always happens no one really cared about red lens and that's one of the best titles of the new 52 yeah. I think the same happened with Mr. Miracle, because it's the new gods and it's not Darkseid. Who really cared? Hmm. I think a lot of stuff slips through the cracks to be really, really amazing. Yeah. No, I was just curious. To like, dig around. Like, yeah. um, Tom Taylor's Nightwing, after the... See, no, this is actually a really good example. Nightwing as a whole. This year we've had Rick Grayson shot in the head with a scar that looks like the Nightwing logo have amnesia and drive a cab and change his name because they still don't like him calling himself Dick Grayson. That book sucks. So the guy, Lee, like, they swap out the creative team, put Tom Taylor, the guy who wrote all the Injustice tie-in comics in, and it is fucking, boom, straight away solid as a fucking rock. It's one of the best books I've read in ages. Yeah. It's such a heavy contrast between those two. And I think, that's, that's exactly what I mean. It's, DC is a very bipolar company, I guess. But that's we're finding that a lot, not only in DC and Warner Brothers and things like that, but across mm. Marvel and things too, where people are listening to people that they don't need to listen to. That's you know what a lot of people are coming out and saying about Eternals, which releases tonight. Mm. That you know don't judge the film based on what critics are saying because the people that are reviewing it aren't the people that the film's meant for. No. You know, and that's we've seen test audiences completely annihilate films because they're like, oh, I don't understand how that works. Hmm. That's because you have no... You've got no skin in the game. You don't know what that movie's about. So why are they listening to these people talking about it? You know? And that's, they're trying to say that Eternals wasn't made for the audiences that they were shown to because 
you know, it's a very diverse cast made by a diverse director, made by a diverse... It feels a little bit like it's more ticking boxes than telling stories. It's the difference between Lilo and Stitch but they said, and that Hawaiian movie we were looking at this week. But they said the same week. thing about... Um, I always forget. Is it Shang-Chi? Yeah, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. They said the same thing about that, but then when it came out, they were like, no, hang on a second. This it's got fun. great fight scenes. It's got great, yeah. you know, character decisions. Like, even um, White Cola turned around and was like, the grandfather in that needs to now be in everything. Mm. Like, he's amazing. Because he was the one one of the people going into that originally being like, I'm pretty sure Shang-Chi... No, fuck, I'm thinking of Iron Fist. Because there was, there was always, like, the Asian Kung Fu Marvel books were always starred by, like, white dudes. Mm. That's who was reading them at the time. It made sense. But I did really good. But the thing is with that well, Shang-Chi, because it's been out for a bit now. Mm-hmm. comes out on Disney Plus this week or next week. Disney Plus for free. Mm-hmm. But, like, their villain was, like, the most fleshed-out villain since Thanos. Because it's the one everyone's been waiting for since Iron Man fucking 3, isn't it? No, they had they had part... They had the guy from Iron Man... I don't know. They got this... They got the villain, the Mandarin, from Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. and put him into this new one and gave him... A character that everyone just loved. That was one of everyone's least favorite part of the Iron Man trilogy. Yeah, so they and they, didn't do they, the they took properly. something that was bad and they made it good. But even like the father, like the villain, and like they with the villain, they built him correctly. They gave him like a a vision that you can kind of understand. But that's the thing: if you sit there and you look at what the critics yeah. and what the test yeah. audiences were saying about that film, they just bought. they completely bagged it out. And people crossed it off their list because they were like, oh, clearly it's not a great film. And then it came out and general public... General public. The gen General public slash people interested in action or comics or, like, had a little bit of interest in it turned around and was like, hang on, it's actually a good film. Like, sure, it's not the most amazing blockbuster AAA thing out there, but... Like we did with Mortal Kombat. Mm. We went into that and we were like, yeah, it's going to be a Mortal Kombat film. And we came out of it like, when is the next one coming out? Yeah, that was pretty like, right. that was a fun film. It was something enjoyable. Yeah, because I immediately walked out of that super excited for the Saints Row movie that's probably not coming. But, but they tried. That's the thing. Participation you know, award for that guy. It's, it's been talked about in Hollywood for the last couple of years that the people that are critics and test audiences and that. Completely different people. That, you know, it's all cis middle aged white men. And that's fine if yeah. that's what the film is for. Yeah. But, you know, Hollywood really needs to do better at creating diversity in order to sit there and be like, hey, are you interested in this kind of film? Great. Can we show you this kind of film and get actual feedback from someone who cares? Yeah, if, if this was something you were going to watch anyway, then, like, where would you go from here or what changes? I, but I, I think they just got to, like, they got to ask, like, different people who actually review those types of things. And, but That's a pro- I think a lot you of them also are have, aging out over time. Oh, yeah. But you also have the same issue of they turned around and got a bunch of people to review um, the new Saints Row, and then <laughs> fucked them over. That was by releasing wild shit what they that had there. nothing to. And all of the reviews had to sit there and be like, "That's not what they showed us. They showed us good shit. That's well, not what we 
all the content creators got like this full elaborate walkthrough of like the game's design and systems and shit, and they were all like, "This looks really good." And then they released an all CGI trailer with like cringy dork characters, oh. and all the content creators are like, "Wow, you really fucking threw all of us up to the bus." Because they did heaps of content, being like, "The new Saints Row is going to be great. It's like I put my name to it. It's awesome." They released the trailer, and it was like immediately triple to like. It had more dislikes than anything I've yeah, gone out of my CGI. way to see in a long time. Like, it was so but, that, bad. but I think we're getting past the point where CGI trailers for games, like, that is just. The, no game, no hype. It's a best misleading thing. But they look I cool. Had, but stop it, normalizing that. Like, get it out of here. Yeah. But that, um, on that Shang-Chi, like, mm. their team, they got, like, the Jackie Chan fight coordinators, they got the Matrix cinematographer. They actually went shopping for good people, and it came together. Mm. And that's it's what we always come down to. You need people on the project that love the project. Yeah. I.e. Cowboy Bebop. That, that yeah. Oh, we, I, I just watched that recent trailer just before you came here. I haven't seen the new trailer yet. But it, is, so it is so ingrained in the original anime. Dude, like, so day, much of it was so good. My um, Facebook has been comparing the new trailer with, like, original Cowboy Bebop and where they've taken the scenes from nice. and, like, their teaser trailers were shot-to-shot things. There's so they've much stuff I recognise like, the music from it. Oh, yeah, it's just Quotes, straight up the theme song. That's like, awesome. I know, right? But that's... They've... Everyone sat there and were like, crap, they're gonna put their fingers in something that we actually enjoy. Netflix adaptation has been a meme since Netflix adaptations. Yeah. And then they turned around and they started releasing these. That's like, I told Toby, I was like, put it on the list. And he's like, nah, I haven't watched it. I'm not interested. I'm like, sit down. I'm going to show it to you. And immediately afterwards, he was like, yeah. Right. We, I had an inkling, though, because you remember that one behind the scenes clip and it's the three, like, old gossiping dudes in the background. I'm like, I hope that wasn't an accident. I hope, that, I hope those aren't just extras. But now I'm a little more confident in it. No, it looks like that. I will say I've been scared to finish I guess, Cowboy Bebop because it yeah. looks like one of those things where it's like I'm going to get gonna depressed so if depressed. I finish I this. I feel like they've come, they surely they've come a long way since terrible anime adaptations like Dragon Ball. That I can't. Come on, man. We live in a post-elite world, man. There's good ones out there. They exist. I don't but know. We a, did do Jet Black. Like there have no, been no, we, some. That's just funny. Like, like I physically can't watch that Dragon Ball one again. It makes me sick to think about it. <laughs> it makes me laugh so much. It makes, it makes but me... I was, uh, if I was a fan of Dragon Ball I and am. I got that movie, I'd be fucking devastated. I am. I, I see. I can like still picture that Piccolo and I just... I can't. I know. It's so And ridiculous. the Goku. Why is he an American? It's from like fucking LA, my man. He looks like he belongs in Sky High. He does. Oh, and the hair. It's <laughs> just film. everything about Sky that was terrible. Sky High is just My Hero Academia anyway. We don't even need an adaptation of that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Because Alita was really good, and then the CGI fucking Ghost in the Shell was really, really bad. I feel Mortal like Mortal Kombat's it, not bad. Mortal Kombat was good. I like Chloe's good. Yeah. Mortal Kombat live action. Mm. Yeah. I had a good time. But that, I think. Chloe's good so far. Their casting for that was. It's early to call that. I'm calling it. But also, no. for that Mortal Kombat, I would mm. have loved a movie where it's just set. You know that first scene? Mm. Where they're just fighting? Yeah, yeah, I had to Google it because we showed up late. Oh, okay. That mm. was beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, just that... Just 
I'd love something like an old samurai movie like that again. Like, oh my we God. might have been... I'm not even, like, that mad that we missed it. Because it's, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are in that opening scene having their fight. Yeah, before any... After... It meant that we didn't get a reveal until, like, the end of the film. Oh my God. It's not even that. That that I'm fine with that, because I already know the mythology, because Trey doesn't... He's a big fucking fan. I've heard it all through osmosis. But the first experience we get of Sub-Zero is what he does to Jax. Oh. That's him showing up, and we we're like, whoa, dude. Because we showed up... We were like five, ten minutes late. When he's in the car getting away. Because, yeah, the first time we proper see him is freezing Jack's arms in the warehouse and leaving him for dead. And we were like, that's a pretty ball of fucking way to show up. Um, no, that, movie, that movie was good. But even the way they reused like the them. sets, like, they reused the sets and they did really good with it. Mm. Like, freezing up that UFC room and stuff was so cool. That was pretty cool. Do you care about Witcher 2? Season Three. 2. Witcher, Witcher 3 season 2. Witcher 3, yeah. But they, well, they go Do through. you care about tossing yeah. coins at men's boots? No, Witcher is amazing. I love the games. Alright, so there's a um, medieval DC series coming out soon. Uh. And they've started announcing, like, rollout stuff. And the Dark Knight of Steel title is coming out. Batman's a Witcher in it. And, like, an official Witcher? Or is it just, like, they're hunting monsters? I, it, it's vague. <laughs> It's no, vague, okay. I don't know yet. A witcher is a job. Yeah. They so get... he can be. Oh, yeah. So with a witcher, like, they undergo mutations where they're human, but... Mm. Just so that they can, like, take potions that give them powers. But, I don't know, I love the witcher. Uh, we, really... we don't know jack shit, but we wrote it down because we were like, oh, probably likes witcher, so we better let him know that Batman's witcher now. Doesn't the new TV one come out... We get, that, we get that in December. I don't know what's, going, I don't Christmas. Know what's coming on with that with the third season, but they, they've been talked about, like, they have so much content. Like, the third Witcher game, they would have to, like, bring out... I think, it was, I think it was... I think they'd have to, like, to get to that Wild Hunt section, because they're going through the books mm. at the moment. It would take them up to, I think it was, like, 15 seasons. Yeah, it's nuts. And, like, then, and then you have, like, all the expanded universe... And you have even the previous fucking games. There's so, like, there's so much you can play with. But that. I don't like that Henry Cut content even would like, be huge. <laughs> Henry Cavill is like, he is like the king of nerds. I know. He loves it, and even like on interviews, they're like, "What do you play? Like, do you play console?" He's like, "Console." P-, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, "PC." So what's wrong with you? <laughs> and even yeah. him, like, there's like these videos of him just like building a computer. Everyone just loves him, but it's he loves the content. Like, he's read stuff. the books, and it's such a shame it. that he got the script of Superman that he got. Yeah. Because, like, he, yeah, he's a champion. But, like, with it, too. Those like, photos of him holding his graphics card like it's a baby is so fucking funny. Now, <laughs> like, we now that we're getting, like, we're getting games being made into film a bit more, mm. we got that Uncharted trailer the other week. Oh, fuck. And, I there were, and there were people going on about that, and, like... It looked okay. Yeah, it, it does, but... The problem with it going right away is the fan film that Nathan Fillion did yeah. was really, really, like, perfect. And he fits... He and then fits they're like, that. we're going to have little Spider-Man do it. And everyone's kind of like, that doesn't no, sound but right. I, the, the reason they're doing that, they want longevity. I know. And it's it tastes origin they want, story they want They want ten years at least to this... But Nathan Fillion, like, if they just put him in as a cameo or something like that, if, he, yeah. if he's like... That yeah, I love that clip. It was fun. But yeah, I'm I'm interested. The trailer looked interesting. Mm. And if Naughty Dog is having a bit to go with it, like because we got even like that Last of Us, we got the Last of Us HBO show. What's wrong with you? You ever thought about Uncharted? Do you have? No. 
What's your problem? What's wrong with you? Have you watched? Have you played I Uncharted? Don't have, any problems. have you played the Uncharted game? I've watched Why Kirby like play this? Uncharted. I met the dude. You met Nolan a dude. North. Nolan North. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah met, we've met. I him. met it's the a dude because when we went, everyone was getting their Uncharted signed because it had just came out. And um, a thief's end had just dropped, like as we met him. To- Toby went up to him. <laughs> it was my, so nice because you know my how Arkham like Knight penguin on, poster. No, no. I'm like, can you sign this? No, shush. You know how you have to buy, like, a token and only one person can go up? Yeah. He came out of the line and picked me up and was like, no, you come too. Like, because he could tell that we were, because t- I well, was waiting in the line with Toby. Right. And he came up and he was like, no, you're coming with us. Like, mm. I, I don't care what the system is here. Like, you come up. And Toby walked up and he's got, like, all of his pictures on his thing. Everyone has... Either Uncharted or Deadpool, because he was the video game Deadpool. <laughs> Toby's well. like, I take Penguin. He immediately dropped into Penguin's voice. Mm. And Gravelly British accent. <laughs> like, he was so nice. And he was like, bye now. And he walked us out of the line, like... Gentleman. The Gentleman only other convention. person that was like that was Austin St. John. Mm, he was a good boy. Which is... We've had a few good ones. Well, Nolan North and Troy Baker, they're both, mm. like, really... Yeah, they're, they're gentlemen. Yeah. No, I miss I miss those, like, supernovas. Dan Slot is probably one of my favourites, Comic-Con. too. When I met him, they just killed Peter Parker mm. off. Mm. So the, he had an empty line. Everyone was so fucking unhappy with him at the time. <laughs> but I rocked up with my Arkham Asylum Living Hell book, and he's like, did you get all the Easter eggs and references? And I was like, what? So, like, I was sitting at the desk with him, and we were going through the book being like, see this spelling error? I was like, yeah. He's like, no, nah, see, that's it. That's because Riddler knows. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just having a great we, We've done that a couple of times, though, because we also... We some when we went people. to... Um, it's now called the LA Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, this is back when it was Stan Lee's. <laughs> and he came out into, like, to thank the comic writers and all of that personally so he wasn't anything to do with fans he was going behind the desk and being like thank you so much for coming to my con like i really appreciate you showing up that kind of thing which in itself we've spoken about on the podcast a bunch of times was amazing like the respect that got commanded without even saying anything scary i have never seen people give someone such a wide berth that they he, he were literally desperate. parted the sea of convention people. Like, like everyone stepped back. You could really feel weird. everyone wanted to like be near him, but no one would go near him. Mm. It was like the biggest invisible bubble. But I can't remember who the, the guy couple invented was. Venom. Yeah, can't think of his name. His wife was sitting with him, like helping him sign stuff and things like that. She like lost her crap and was like, "I don't care about pictures with my husband." Stanley hugged me. You have a picture of Stanley hugging me. You need to give me your phone. And she's and texting I'm, herself. She's texting herself while, like, being like, no, you're going to sign this because I got a picture of me with Stanley and you're going to sign it and give it to that man for free. And the guy's like, this, this is our, like, paying gig. Like, <laughs> yeah. We did the same thing with the chick that voiced Poison Ivy and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've, we've, we've had some good I've had I've loved going to those. I'm looking for them to, for them to like be able to get international people back in because yeah, like even meaning like Aquaman like one of my f- favorite ones was when like the hobbits from like the, like from mm. the Hobbit like all the dwarves and stuff like that. They just had like this booth and like no one was there and they were just sitting there and it was so good to talk to them because they were just like here have a look at the rings we got 
And they just passed them around to like, because it was like maybe like 10 of us there. And That's we got to cool. see like the rings they got for making the film. And they'd just like talk about Peter Jackson. Oh, like, they're just freaking nerds. It's great. I like I like when they're one of us. You can tell when they're one of us. But that was like the oh, chick that. makes it so much better. The chick the voice Ivy. She's like this little old lady now. And we were like, oh yeah, you know. Do you, do you, what, do you Have you been doing this? Do you know what her resume was before she voiced Poison Ivy? No. One of her jobs, right? Because she has a very lovely, sultry, natural voice, was to dub over bad orgasms in adult films. That's not bad. What a! I didn't even know that was a fucking job. There's there's lighting. There's careers in the porn industry. Just to come in and moan over the top of the lame moans. Is she there in the scene, like with like like with the boom mic, just next to her, going? Oh, yeah, she's like, I gotta pace my breaths exactly the same as the woman. (laughs) I don't know how serious she took it, but fuck. So we That's were, just a funny gig. We were talking to her, because she, literally, she's like your grandma, and she was like, oh, I didn't know these were a thing, like, a year ago. She goes, they called me and asked me to come and do this, and I was like, can I bring my friends? She golden gold the LA Comic Con. Yeah, all of her fucking guests and entourage were just her buds. That's not They fun. They rocked up, and they're like, this little team of little old ladies, and they're like, oh, hi, you guys like comics? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> she was like, and I get to go to LA. Uh, no, I get to go to Vegas next week. That's gonna be. That's why we're all here because we're gonna all drive together. And we're like, oh, that's, honey, that's awesome. They're having a good time with that. Fuck yes, that's so it was cool. great. That's the life. No, oh. um, now I miss that kind of stuff. Like, we're not talking about Peacekeeper. He's gay. Peacekeeper. Did you like the Peacekeeper trailer? I think John Cena's acting is getting a lot better. It's hey, getting hey, up. Man, the Rock was a joke when he first. Oh, when the, the Rock too. started, he was better terrible. than Zero is still shit. Okay, he's had some bad films, but I feel like and he's trying to sell the world to China. <laughs> I feel like he's getting he's getting that little bit better. I enjoyed I Suicide liked Squad, and he was good in Peacemaker. No, he killed. He was good. Oh yeah, we hate him as a character, but I'm. Still very curious to see the TV series. I want to see what his redemption arc is. And I want to see Vigilante. Classic want... Nightwing villain, Vigilante Kyle. But it's I just be... want to see the eagle. The eagle that hugs him at the end of the trailer. Yes. That's the thing, right? It's it sold me. It walks down the road and I liked it. But you've because seen Marvel Suicide has Squad, let right? us yeah. down. T- tell, me, tell me what you think here, because I, I have a theory. All the people that mutinied Waller have been handballed off to do the Peacekeepers, like, thing. A yeah. little side mission. Except for the one who that hit her with her the out. golf club. Yeah. She is not seen after that sh- after that scene. She is not seen in this trailer. Waller is capable of Waller doing would, that, I right? Reckon, I reckon Waller would have killed her. I think Waller, that bitch is dead. <laughs> she would be dead. <laughs> I want it to be brought up. I mean, if you smack Waller out with the golf, she's going to kill you. I know I'm projecting a little hard because I remember, like, the wall, the character, like, like, that poor woman is fired and somehow loses her husband and her home, and I think she is pushed into suicide, which I know is something I've seen the Penguin do, but Amanda Waller is probably more evil than the Penguin ever has been. I think, like, 100%. DC is fine, oh, they them, though. Like, mm. they, like, going into, like, these anti-villains. Yeah. Well, like, the anti-hero, like, they're, like, doing this kind of stuff. Like, even like that Suicide Squad game we got. Oh, yeah, well, I accidentally crossed I, the wrong Suicide Squad out. Yes, the game. Tangent. Can, can, Go can, ahead. I, can I tangent back to the movie? The Suicide Squad film? Other than the fact that... that we want Rick Flag merchandise? Flag. 
Fuck you. <laughs> Do they not have merchandise? He That's- has a pop vinyl. Is that it? That's yeah. it. That is fucking They'll it. They'll get a hot toys. I'll have a hot toy collection for them. I'm, I just want something to represent. Because I was like, that's he, the biggest was, comeback in film. He I was think. Okay, in the first. No, one. No, no, he was straight up shit in the first one. He was one. okay. He was like when you cast him against everyone else, in he sucked. Film. But that whole movie sucked. It <laughs> was. A but t- then you tool. you get him in the second one, and you're like. I'm gonna hate you because you're a shit character. And then they then completely mi- oh bring him back and then they murder him. <laughs> I'm like, But you weren't expecting you that to. Like, no, I wasn't expecting it. That's but, why we're like, damn. But that's what I was gonna say. The new Suicide Squad mm. actually does what the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad is supposed to. It kills off a shit ton of characters. I loved it. I wish the actual book was as good as the film. Because they never kill off people, and they never use B grades. They usually use someone cool to put on the cover to sell the book. But that's the thing. Most of the people that are in the Suicide, like, team Mm. afterwards aren't any of the ones that were in the promo. But even with the primers, like they say, like, oh, they fleshed out our character, and it's like, he does straight away, and it's so good. I they, love that. They literally fleshed out of him. And, and, like, James Gunn's just like, they gave me, like, I had all the options. I could do whatever I want with this film. They gave he me could do it all. When you say he could do whatever he wanted, he could have done Man of Steel 2. Like, that's how much play he had, and he was like, I kind of want to do Suicide Squad, and they're like, oh, God, that fucking movie, we're going to do that again. But that's the thing, like... But they the, still let him do it. But look what he did with Guardians. Like, hey? In the first film, we had Slipknot. Mm. And you knew he was going to die because they didn't fucking introduce him. They didn't put him in the trailer. Whereas in the second film, everyone that was introduced as, like, in the trailer in that died almost immediately, meaning you didn't know what was going to happen. My Suicide Squad run is, like, boxed up, so I can't even, like, and look that's at what, that's and be like, so here's what's good. wrong with it. But even then, you, ha- you had trust in James Gunn, because look what he did. He brought a squirrel and a tree that says, I'm Groot, and made it good. Mm. Like, they weren't expecting that Guardians to do as well, and then, like, he was just great with this. And even that marketing, like, the marketing for that film was, was great. Yeah, I was... Yeah. What was I reading? I was catching up on... They need to invest in those good directors. I was reading Nice House on the Lake, a DC horror title, and the first panel, like, commercial, is for the Suicide Squad movies, because they're a little bit older now. And the picture of Polka Dot Man with the tagline under it, don't get too attached, in context is fucking nuts. <laughs> like, goddamn... That's why I think, like, yeah, James Gunn, he had, like, every hand in, like, the marketing, the trailers. Like, he was all over all Do of that. Do you think the quality of that movie is going to make the game not be as good? I think, but Rocksteady... It's Rocksteady. That's like, why I'm like, the, I don't Rock, know. Rocksteady... They're pretty good. Rocksteady is just... They know how to do superheroes, right? Mm. They know how to give the audience power. Because, like, when you play those Batman games... And their like, free-flow combat system was revolutionary they, when they it happened. Ma- they made it, and everyone's replicated it. Mm. But, like, they made you feel powerful. They know how to make you use gadgets. And it's just going to be interesting, because they've taken their time. They're not rushing. Mm. And like, Which I appreciate. I don't how, know, I'd rather wait for a good game than get their a last, bad one. Their last game was Cyberpunk. seven years... GTA? No, their last game was seven years ago. Rocksteady's game was Batman Arkham, mm. Arkham Knight. Night. Seven years of development... And even before then, there was like because there was there was quiet rumblings after Arkham Origins. They've been sitting on this for yeah ever, and they've been like I saw like what in 2016, 2017, There was like rumors. Oh, they're gonna do Green Arrow. They're gonna do Flash. They're gonna do Superman. 
Yeah, and, I remember Superman. And yeah. there was all these like rumors, but they've been working on this for ages. And Do you think those super, like Superman rumors and stuff stemmed from people seeing them developing literally the villains from the Suicide Squad game? Hmm. Yeah. But even like the models, like they had to model Superman, they had to model the mm. Flash. Like these models, they yeah, but that's what them. he's saying. Yeah, the like I think that... people walked by, saw them working on that stuff, and were like, oh. Or even like, like seeing in the caveman SpongeBob, <laughs> or even seeing them in, like in the files, like in the file mm. for the directories. But just like I don't know, I'm just interested because Rocksteady, they're not. They're not, a, they're not a B grade. They know if they're making something good, and if they're not making something good, they're gonna find a new way. Yeah. Because their name is really important to them. That's what I respect, because, like, what else have they done apart from Batman? Like, I can't think. There, there was nothing. There, there was, like, seven people at Rocksteady before they yeah. started Arkham. Yeah, and they've done that, and they've been, like, loyal to DC. Mm. And I like that they're not... I I really thought, especially with, like, the new generation, I thought they would have got bought up by someone to go exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I, Just there like, was a fucking concern of that. No... It was Warner Brothers games as a whole yeah. were almost on the chopping block. Yeah. If I had to buy an Xbox to play Mortal Kombat and the Arkham games, and if they ever do Lollipop Chainsaw 2, mm. I'd be... Because that, that seems to be like what they're doing like now, like with Insomniac and like Bethesda, but I know, they're, they're, I'm looking forward to it. They did a cop game in 2006, and that's it. That was their first one. That's well, literally it. it. <laughs> Urban so Chaos Riot is... response. Yeah. yeah. So probably a Driver 2 clone, you know, assume, something like that. 09 is Asylum, 11 is City, 15 is Night, 16 is Arkham VR. Which was pretty bitchin'. But also, yeah. And 22 is Kill the Justice League. Mm. Well, there's rumours, like, you're going to be teaming up with Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman is going to mm. be your hero. But even then, like, I wonder how they can do that power dynamic. Because even all of them versus Superman, they're screwed. Yeah. All them versus the Flash, they're screwed. Them going up against any of these heroes... But we see them breaking into the Hall of Justice with the little hacking yeah. dude. And they're using Justice League gear. Yeah. Like, Captain Boomerang has super speed for a second in that trailer. So it'll be interesting if they find a way to get... If you, they start to get more heroes on side. I'm just... Sorry, I started thinking about the trailer. I remember them electrifying Penguin. No, no, that's my funny. favorite. <laughs> Penguin gets shafted so much. I I have developed a new love for King Shark, and him being like, "It's it's still running, kill him." <laughs> it's like, no, it's no, you've missed the, the point of the joke, buddy. You've tried. It's the best part. Yeah. Um, but also we got that um, Arkham Knight, Gotham Knights. Yeah, the Gotham Knights. Yeah, one. I'm b- much more excited for that one. Like, oh I don't know. I like. I know what that We're is. We're excited because we get Batgirls and Nightwings. And I'm excited because I know what it's going to be. Like, I know it's going to have that Batman combat. It's going to have a lot more gadgets. And it's Court of Owls, man. Yeah. yeah. But the Su- Suicide Squad, it's like, I'm still thinking, like, how is that going to look? How is it going to feel? Like, there's so many different power dynamics. That's just interesting. Oh, no, man. I'm here for Bat Family. But the Bat Family mm. is going to be good. Like, Batman's it's... fine. He's stuck in the maze. He's in time somewhere. No, no, no. He's in the he's in the Court of Owls Volume maze. 1's maze, starving to death. Harper Rowe has to pull him out, but I don't think she's in it. She has blue hair, but the side's missing, and she has piercings. Do you think he'll come back at the end? Yeah. You think, you think... 100%. You think Batman's going to come back he at the end? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's if fine. they bring him back... If ba- they keep him dead, I'll be, like, blown away. But with that, I want... I don't think they will. I reckon Rock City all... Oh, 
Who's doing this one? Rocksteady? Warner Brothers Montreal? Who yeah, did Montreal, Arkham Origins? Origins? I reckon I would love like a Dark Knight. Origins is underrated, we'll say I that. would like a Dark Knight where he's older. I mean... Because, like, how much time has passed for these guys? Because these guys... It's completely separate universe. Any... Anything from Arkham oh, doesn't yeah. matter. Suicide Squad is in the Arkham one. So this one... Oh, yeah. Which it... feels weird as shit and backwards, but there it is. It does. But it's just going to That's be... just the way the games have been Well, I guess it's it's Rocksteady's universe. Yeah, that's it. And Origins was kind of like... it's. It was a side project because they were working on Arkham Knight and they couldn't... Arkham Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they couldn't fit it into their schedule, so... So yeah, we're getting got shuffled around. We're getting some pretty, we're getting some pretty solid games from DC, which is good because I'm excited. They those. that's a really good medium for them. They have got some good characters. They just need to find out how to utilize them. Like they've got like look at the end of the day, their roster is and always will be better than Marvel. Yeah, no one gave a shit about Iron Man before those films, mm. and one day those films are going to peter out. And no one's going to care about him again. Mm. There was a whole decade where they literally survived on nothing but X-Men and Spider-Man. Like, like the whole 90s. So. But, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman are all the staples. Just yeah. have to use them properly. Yeah. Then Superman, teach other Sup- people where they actually fit in. Well, Superman's yeah. hard to, like... It's hard to put in a video game, too. Superman's hard because he's too powerful. He's too powerful, but, like, they've got, like, stuff like... The Green Lantern. Oh, not the Green Lantern, but, um... The Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, stuff like that. Like It would make for a good game. They, yeah, they could do so many cool things. But, yeah, I'm interested. They, they brought in heaps of stuff. What else did we get? We got the new Aquaman mm-hmm. little teaser. The Aquaman animated thing looked really that, fun, That too, did actually. look funny. That's cute. We've got that cute on... A button. What have we got that on here? We got that on Binge here. Mm. On Binge in Australia, but it's on HBO. I'm thinking about getting HBO Max for DC and Adult Swim, by the way. Yeah. I'm sure you are. But, yeah, we got, the, about today. Well, we got Aquaman. Aquaman 2, which... I'm keen to see where they take that. Aquaman Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to just see more Black Man. He was fucking so cool in that first movie, man. He was. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And you know what? He's Morpheus in the new Matrix. Yeah, so weird. I keep forgetting that. Like, and, they, and I was just like looking at him and I'm like, where have I seen you before? <laughs> but yeah, it's like, and we got we got a few other ones. What are the trailers we got? The only other main good. staple I wrote down was the Batman had its new trailer. Batman? Hmm. I didn't mind the um Robert Pattinson's the Batman. Robert Pattinson. Be- before we get to that, what about uh, Black Adam? Black Adam. We got this. We got that sneak peek of him choking someone out. And he's like so the he's like the power dynamics have changed in the DC universe. They have to. Black Adam is a huge beast of a fucking thing, and that's why I'm curious to see where they go with it because he's been he's a versatile dude. He's a dictator. He's kind of a villain, but he also cares a lot about his conduct, like his country. Like, it's gonna be good. it could be all over the shop. And at the end of the day, Superman is completely vulnerable to magic. Hmm. So really, this guy's going to be on top, because usually he's technically more powerful than Shazam. Shazam just gets lucky. But the thing with Black Adam, and I've said this, I said it at last year's fan home too, The Rock loves him. Hmm. He's such a fanboy. He's I such like. a fanboy for it. He's also Crypto the Superdog. <laughs> surprised me yeah but that's like because of how invested the rock is in the character in the story i'm getting ryan reynolds deadpool have, vibes out of exactly the guy, there which is, is one of the no best. way if he gets his say which i'm pretty sure he's got the muscle to put behind the words right. literally it's gonna be a great film 
And he has that. The only person in Star Wars Brothers too. not scared of The Rock is probably Greg Capullo. And that's what they need to Fuck do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love Greg. Like, I think over the next next five years, we're going to see so much coming from DC with their, their films. Especially if they start putting down these pillars, like these foundations, mm-hmm. to build off and actually come up with a, a plan. Because I want to see where they take this Black Adam. And like, they I got think this we're going to take him to the third movie in the Shazam trilogy. The new Shazam trailer looks good too. Yeah, like I liked Shazam. It was really fun. The yeah. only thing that was inaccurate about Shazam was it didn't have Black Adam yet. Also, is Shazam a you Christmas get movie? There. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a Christmas movie. Good. Yeah. I'm good. Fuck. That was probably the other one I was trying to think of. It's that Iron Man three and Batman Returns. Yep. Christmas movies. Christmas, Christmas movies. Because mm. if look fuck. Fuck that argument about Die Hard not being a Christmas movie. If you traditionally watch it around that time of year, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. That was just me, even with Die Rocky Hard Horror Picture Show somehow is a fucking Christmas movie now. Yeah. Just to just to laugh. No, just to you. No, yeah, fuck you then. <laughs> I'll keep trying. What other trailers did we get? We got... Watchmen. What else have I written down? We've got trailers for The Batman, the GTA remake, Animal Crossing had a big sort of that, presentation. That Batman one. The new, the new Batman. I'm... I'm just, just... This trailer has fucking thrown me for a loop. I don't know what to think of it anymore. I don't want to watch any more trailers, though. <laughs> like, I, I'm enjoying... Like, I've I've seen... Like, I don't watch these trailers more than once. That's mm. just... I get the vibe, but I don't like to analyse it. Do you know who Vandal Savage is? No. Do you know who Resurrection Man is? No. Alright. But uh, that's just it with it. I don't want to do too much research on it, because I... Don't know, do research. No, but even, like... Go in weird... Yes, I think I, it might get weird because I've because I've seen like the vibe of it and what they're going for, and that's just it. I just want to know what the vibe is, just so I can like think about it in my head and just. I don't want to analyze it. I like the test screening for this one because it came out. It was three hours, and they were like, "Do you want us to trim it down?" And they're like, "No, no, it's really good." Yeah, no, the only no. problem I have, which I, I'm like, I yeah, want, good. I, I want it to be lengthy. I let want the it to dude, be... let the dude's vision happen, man. The only problem that I have with it, mm. and. Is where he bangs on the glass and says, no. what did you do, but you can't tell what he said. No. <laughs> to- Toby gets really annoyed at me for this. And has tried to defend it multiple times to me. Hmm. Bruce is too emo. Hmm. He hasn't Bruce gone over the Bruce needs to do his hair? This movie is... He very- hasn't gone over his parents death he's like he's early the he's early batman he's still lining out I, kings but kai is a big I fan of don't bruce care. not bruce, batman bruce batman is great the batman in those film or in this film from what we've seen in the trailers batman is great i feel insulted bruce to say needs it. to brush his hair but <laughs> he needs some gel but your argument's giving me andrew garfield vibes Alfred's- which i feel like is rude but good Alf- good spider-man really bad peter parker alfred's not gonna send him out Alfred would be like, Sir, you're a fucking billionaire. Do your fucking hair. Your Alfred's been gone since the nineties. Move on. Do you think he was in he was in my comic though? I think you'll appreciate it. Bruce is so young. Do you think this is where he has to like realise like I need to put on a persona as Bruce so that people don't get caught if he doesn't get his shit together? There's no way Thomas there's no way Thomas and Martha would have raised him to not go out looking When did they die though? He was twelve. That depends. Either 8, 10, or 12. Always an even number. Don't fucking know what the girl is there. But that's... If you've grown up in a family where your appearance is such a heavy thing, he would know. 
Okay. He would know to go out Unless in a press shirt I literally with un- his hair styled. I didn't. He would know. I didn't know how, like to what gel was or like wax for my hair was until I was eighteen. I once used a glue stick to make a faux hawk in high in primary. Like school. he's a boy. No, he's that doesn't Bruce mean that not. he knows. Bruce is from an upper class family. I see what Bruce would. I'm not saying that he should be wearing fully tailored suits and things, but there is no way Alfred. Or Bruce would let himself leave the house. I mean, the Wayne looking, legacy. Looking as though he was going to a My Chemical Romance comment. But you, you love My Chemical. How Romance. much time does he spend away training to come back? Usually, Maybe he comes he, back around thirty. Because if he's going so around and he's years. living, he's living with like no appearance, no nothing, and he gets back. Maybe that's not important to him until he realizes that he needs to take importance off it. As this is this is the argument Toby makes to me. No, no, this breaking is the same back. argument. Children, 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 calm down. Let the expert explain. I think a lot of this film. I, I like the books Matt Reeve likes. I agree with a lot of his shit there. He likes Eagle. I feel like a shit ton of this is coming out of the Telltale Batman, especially because we're doing Catwoman and Riddler at the same time. We're and also get there. we're also getting an early Batman, not quite year one, but early. We're also remembering from the Telltale games that the Wayne legacy might not be as clean as it seems, which might make him not give a fuck about being a Wayne anymore. That could be it. I think that And we know it's historically case, like canon, that the Wayne, like, Thomas did operate on Falcone. That would be good. Before he became I don't like this squeaky clean shit that we got. I, I, I do find some of it charming, but if he does, if he's, if the Waynes are dead to him... There's no reason to withhold a persona. If you remember Batman Fugitive, you'll remember he escaped prison because fucking Bat- Bruce Wayne was arrested for the death of Vesper Fairchild, and he left prison, and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? What about Bruce? And he's like, I don't care. Batman but, has to continue. But that's the thing. None of this is going to matter because there's going to be not, immortal characters in this film. I'm, I'm not saying that he hasn't worked out he needs a persona and things like that. He'll probably end up the Bruce you want at the end of the film. I think he will. And... I'm really hoping we get there. But I feel like there are certain things that would be ingrained into him from the way he was raised. And there are certain things, if you've had Alfred all of that time, because it's always Alfred. Hmm. Have they ever had another butler before Alfred? No. It's always Alfred. Alfred wouldn't sit there and let him screw around. Alfred might be scared of getting punched or something. Maybe he's no, not. He be- maybe he's not he Bruce. Maybe Alfred. he's back and he's just not wanting to be Bruce. He's they don't but know him. But that's what I'm saying. It would be ingrained into him. Yeah. There, there are things that, you know, because of the way you grow up. Hmm. If you grow up in a family where a hair is never allowed to be out of place, as an adult, you don't realize that you do that. It's it's the same as like. Look, apparently there's a lot of sleep deprivation aspects in this film. Which doesn't make sense. He needs, like, six hours of sleep and he can get it because he's only gone out for four hours a night. We always argue that CEOs don't actually have to be in the office and he can sleep wherever he wants. We do say that. That's fine. That's that's at our house canon. This is my argument and I'm sticking to it. No one can fucking bend me. It's going to be interesting. We've got to watch the film. But with that, no more trailers. For me, I want to wait. When are we getting that? That's coming out early next year. Mm-hmm. I will double check that. I am just waiting, gonna wait and go in blind, Sw- swinging from fences. I'm thinking maybe some court of ours ish. Yeah, and I'm thinking 
Escape from Death itself will be a prevalent. Fourth of March. Fourth yeah, of I March. It was in March. That's not far. But um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting when they do do it. I think immortality is gonna come up in this film. At least an aspect of it will happen. That's, that's my, that's Immortality my... never I ju- not I just want this to be... Yes, we know. I, I hope not. I want this to be you granted, should. but I want Batman to... I want him to not just be broken physically. I want him to be emotional. Like, he has to, like... He res- looks, looks like he's doing No, but he, like, he has to show resilience, because you don't want this, like, oh, I've had a bad day, I can do it. You want him to be broken. But one bad day is all it no, takes. No, we need one. We need Thanks, a- killing joke, but let an expert <laughs> come back in because I've seen the Joel Schumacher films. <laughs> so hard. Welcome to me bringing up Batman Forever again. That's Aww. a different Riddler story, which is why it came to mind. It's going to end with the same speech. You say I'm both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Not because I have to be, but because I choose to be. And then Jim Carrey goes, Oh! <laughs> If I recall correctly. And if Jim Carrey doesn't scream at the end, I'm playing Who Minecraft. else is in that? Who played Two-Face? Uh, that is fucking Tommy Lee Jones. And Tommy Lee, while he's doing that, he's just like, fuck off, Jim. What's the <laughs> quote? I cannot sanction your buffoonery or some shit. It's like the most polite way of saying, you are such a fucking clown, I hate you. He hated him on set too. he's just like... You need to start using that against the children. Did you know Sugar and Spice in that film were originally called Leather and Lace? Yes, I did. Wow. Wow. They're, Arca- they're Arkham Cannon. Oh my they're God. fucking Arkham Cannon. Off I go. Oh. Okay, well, while he's looking for that headlock, they're introducing frogs in Minecraft. They are introducing. That's going to be... This is- I like how excited. Like, I con- I sit and I concentrate and I contemplate DC Fandom. It ends and Minecraft's like, we got frogs. I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> I got so excited. Because well, that's such a free, easy, stress-free news piece for me. Well, even like with Minecraft, like, it's been going for like, what now? Uh, 12 years? Yeah, fuck, I, pl- it's I old, played man. the alpha when I was in high school, and it was like Minecraft was hip and new when I started going to comic conventions. Like, yeah, it's... it was crazy, and it got and it got so good. You, when they had pets, I went nuts. Mm. I was really upset because every time I play, I tend off a lot and I get a kitty. And then every time we play, the kitty forgets me, and he's just sitting there. And I was because like, you had too many cats in your house, and it, like. And- and they said, couldn't remember to keep track of the cats properly. No, I had the many. one that was outside. Oh. But because I play on a guest account, it forgot me. And I was like, Toby, I'm really sad. He won't follow me around. Toby's like, you have to kill him. <laughs> yeah, we have to, to reset the cat. I to kill my cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so sad. What a weird one. But that's better than the first time I played Minecraft. Because the first time I played Minecraft... Toby said... Leather just, and Lace, my friend. Arkham, you, Arkham City tie-in book written by Paul Dini, the writer of Arkham City. Oh my Evidence. god. Look at the, that game suit. Yeah, she's way more leather than she ever was before. Hang on, I need Does to... Did he just find this wire? He's like, here's a suit, put it on. No. You're now leather. Probably. Where's Leatherface? Leatherface? He's in horror films. Yeah, he's not in horror <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know who makes those ones. Um... No, Bo, I have to, Bo, Bo, I have to tell you, the first time I played Minecraft, Toby mm. put it in survival mode, and he's like, you have to dig down in order to find, like, diamonds and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, cool. I dug down. Yeah, you just started But I dug down, down so far that I couldn't dig up, and Toby couldn't dig down to find me. We had to reset the entire game. Your fucking spot on the map wasn't working properly. The amount of time I've spent in Minecraft, like, I used to play, like, when it first came out, like, 2009, I would 
like stay up till 4am and then mum and dad would have to get up for work and they'd check my door I'd like mm. turn the monitor off like lay in my chair just so they couldn't see it and then I'd get back up I would be like it's ridiculous like I have to tell kids now like you need sleep and I'm thinking in my head I'm a hypocrite mm. I played oh the, my minds were so big we used, I used to just make pixel art in creative mode constantly. Yeah, because I wasn't allowed to play survival. You anymore. couldn't play survival, frankly. <laughs> I, I was not good at it. I also couldn't find beds because I would wander off. Oh my god. That's why you're in fucking so, creative so mode. So I'm in creative mode and well, I just build things. Minecraft was like the chill out game for the longest time and then it was usurped by Animal Crossing. So do you want to touch on that big it's update? It's getting an update. It's getting a Christmas. Big- Big Is final update. No, it's in like four days. It's supposed to be in November. Oh. It's November 8th, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, that game's got frogs in it. It's getting to the point where everyone is deleting their islands. Mm. Started from scratch. And like crushing them so that they can use the new update to... Because this is the final update. This is it. They've, they've said this is... This is it. Mm. And then they'll start working on whatever the next Animal Crossing game is. Well, Nintendo gets to choose what Nintendo does. Which is hopefully a new Breath of the Wild. Sega does what Nintendo don't. That's a a commercial from the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. When they started, oh. I like Sega. No, but they got boats, don't they? Sega. Can't you take a boat somewhere now? You can swim around. Um, You can take the boat to where the photographer island was. Mm -hmm. But that's been completely expanded now. There's all sorts of stuff in there. So They're gonna have a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a work, a, a real estate agent mm-hmm. job that you can have. Yeah, you can actually get a job in them now. I have to say, like they're gonna have like eight new villages. I think like six of them are from the original games. I, and four I just want to be able to get characters. more villages. That's my problem with it. Like we've we've fleshed out a nice little section of our island pretty good, but, but you like, only have like. But, Six campsites. Yeah, but it's maxed out, so what else can you do with it? But even then, like, that was... I was playing that game when the pandemic last year was, like, mm. at its That's peak. when everyone was That was, playing. like, it came out, and, like, I think everything we were lucky was, to get a Switch because of the pandemic. That was, like, so drab, and then you had this, and, like, everyone would just, like... I'd get up in the morning, because I remember we had, like, five weeks off school. Plays the little song. And I'd just, like, get up, have, like, a have like a coffee, and just, like, do that. Mm. Like, we did, had, you, did you have a favourite villager? Like, when we had, like, no kids there, it was, yeah. like, oh... I had a favorite. No, I didn't. I don't know. I do. Who was yours? Tom Nook? Meringue. What? Are you like the rhino that's a meringue? <laughs> dessert? I'll find her. Alright, you find her. I liked. Toby bought me a. Is his name Sherb? Quite legal. Did you see, like. He's Sherb, Sherb the dumb old goat. I love him. What Puma did, like, a run of, like, Animal Crossing, like, shoes <laughs> and, like, shirts and stuff. Excellent. <sighs> you only like. Um, sure, because he doesn't clean his house. He's a fucking loser, and he's clearly insane, but that's great. He's my friend. He wore that shirt I made. Oh my god. She's such a adorable I feel like someone would eat her, and like... Toby bought me an illegal card that I could add her, but we didn't have any campsites, so I've just got this You've blank, got an amiibo This blank ready to white go. amiibo card. <laughs> no use for it. I'm fine with Black Market Nintendo, because, man, my, my Froki... I love him. I raised him from birth. I don't care that he's an evil creature. This, this is Toby's favorite. The Sherb, right? Is it because he's got a dirty ass? Yeah. He's just he's a fucking disgusting. weirdo. He's always, he's got, just he's always got bogs on he's him. Just like, <laughs> he just he's wants, just always disgusting. He doesn't have his shit together at all. I can relate to him. 
Um, the only other game I've got written down is the GTA remake. Yeah. Controversial. To There's say the so least. much going on with it. Like people are getting annoyed that they're going to delete the old version. Like I don't think they should. Even delete Even Sony, man. Like there was a. Hang on. <laughs> you was... have to explain. I had, a, I had an ad on my Facebook from, like, one of the Sony groups, and they're like, um, the GTA remake's coming out, be sure to buy the originals, because they're making us pull them down. It's, it's ridiculous. Which I have, I have St. Andres on there, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's not even that they pulled the other ones down to force you to buy the new one, it's that they went out of their way to, like, sue the modding community. Hmm. Because what technically what the modders were doing was a better job of what they are doing and charging people money for. But even then, they and between kept it alive. that, you've got yeah. they're, they're still in a bad light because they've they've been running off Grand Theft Auto Five for longer than like all of the Generation Two Rockstar games put together. Gone on eight years now. Three generations now. Yeah. Like they can charge you full price for it on the PS Five, but you can pay twenty bucks for the exact same game on a PS Three. Which is kind of fucked up. Um, I don't know. Look, I love Saint Andres, and I like you said off air at the start of this. Like the anime, I like the style of it. Mm. I'm curious to see how it ends up actually being, because it's going. I'm sh- sure as shit, it's going to have nothing on its radios because mm. all that copyright will be. That, that, that's a big thing because the music was a massive thing, mm. and it's been like what we're going on eight. Wait, my drive to work, listening for the most part in the last month has been all the talk radios on all the original <laughs> Grand Theft Autos. I'm almost up to... I'm almost up to Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah. Mm. It's so interesting. Like, just like... I'm just hoping they get... I think we did a whole podcast them. just about the radio on Grand Theft Auto once. Because that was, that was the time. Mm. Like... Yeah, because they were all time capsules. All the 80s stuff in Vice City. Um, St. Andre's was early 90s, I believe. Yeah, it was, like... Like, you heard, like, NWN stuff like mm. that. But I'm just... I'm, I'm annoyed that they're pulling them down, because that's just it. Like, that was a piece of art for that time. The modding community has made so much cool stuff with that. Mm. There's no reason to pull it down. Like, they could they could just keep it there, but they're just... All it them. did was give them really bad PR. Yeah. That's all it did. Like, this like... Is, but it's good that they did. They brought this out, but they don't need to step on what they've made. Because yeah, that they, don't have to, they don't have to bum out other people the way they've done it. That's like saying, oh yeah, okay, we're gonna like take all of our Mario stuff off the, off the, we're only keeping the new Mario. Yeah. Like, so, the company specifically developing the St. Andres, I don't know if it's all the other ones as well, but the ones that are definitely on St. Andres mm. have changed their name so people don't associate them with the horrible mobile port of St. Andres that they themselves worked yeah. on. So I'm waiting to see the quality of it too, because it might be a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, even if they made that, like, free. If they made it free before it goes off, like, here you go. Because mm. the people, they're not, the people who are going to play that are the people that grew up on that. Mm. The kids of today, they're going to be playing this new one. Cause it's yeah, got they the ever G- get one. Because they got the GTA, they got the GTA 5 controls, that's what they're going to play. But mm. if you are, like, in your, like, 20s and you played that, you want to have the opportunity. Otherwise, people are going to pirate it. It's the same as you and um, Crash. Yeah. They brought out these brand new shiny editions. You and they're great, and I enjoyed stuff. them. But I don't replay them like the originals. There's something about nostalgia that can't be replicated. Like, I, I go back and play like Simpsons Hit and Run, and I'm just like... I don't know. 
It's just incredible. if they did a remake of Simpsons Super Run, you would still probably play the I, original I'd, more. I would play the new one, but then like I, you wouldn't have the same feeling because like that's it. It's all about feeling. Like even the graphics, you go back to them. The graphics aren't as good, but that doesn't matter to you. It's like it's like a family member you love. And I bet you, if they did it now, you couldn't kick the shit out of Marge. No, <laughs> but that would be missing. I love it. You just kick him, they just fall down, and you just go. <clears throat> and then sometimes you kick him, and they go really high up in the air for no reason. Just so much. Like, I've been, Funny like, stuff. watching a lot of YouTube... Have you seen a YouTube channel called Boundary Break? Yes. Oh, yes, my yes, yes. God. That is something to get onto. They just go through old games. I do love that shit. And it's so interesting. Like, because I actually got, like... It's part of my fascination with speedrunners, too. It's, like, to see someone, like... It's, like, the weird... It's not even behind the scenes of a game getting mm. made. It's the behind the scenes of the game itself. Yeah. There's so much to I it. Like, 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 I love finding those, like, YouTube channels where they actually, like... Pull apart things that we mm. love, like at a developer level, and it's just so interesting. But yeah, like this GTA thing, it's going to be successful. I think. I think it'll make a lot of money, but I think it'll still but get pretty simple reviews. It's just going. It's just going to be like a small sizzle in the front end. It's not. Gonna That's it. It's, it's it's going to be middle of the road at best. It's going to be big for a week. We're going to mm. see some Twitch streams. We're going to see people like loving and saying this is amazing. And it's going to go down because GTA Five. That's what people care about, and the, as as long as it keeps making money, they're not going to be making a new one because there's no point. Why would you go and sink that much money in development when you've already got like a that's cash cow coming in? That's my argument. That's no, that's the guy who makes Skyrim's argument. He said, "If you guys are sick of Skyrim, stop buying Skyrim." Oh no, tenth <laughs> anniversary. Did you see that trailer? They're like, <laughs> "We're turning 10 It's still the same. Fucking We've got game. fishing now. Oh, you crazy. can have fish in your house, and like, I don't know. I will admit, Minecraft added frogs, and you went crazy. But even if it's gonna, if but it's, it's still gonna Minecraft. Work, it's gonna work. They're getting to still the Minecraft. Point. I'm assuming I can have my frogs on on my PS4 version. Hopefully, that's the thing. Like, it, it varies because I have an older version. But yeah. Still better than the fucking Java one on the old iPad. But I am liking like the way they've done this. Like they have linked into it. They've went to their cartoon graphics. That's what they needed to do. I like stylized. Shit, it was man. good. Like it is good. Like when you look at it. Like, you cannot do new textures and make it... You can't make it look really stick with those kinds of polys, like, with the models. Yeah, and I love... It's funny to me that Saints Row is coming back now of all times as well. Mm. Because, um... Saints Row literally exists in the pockets of Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Like, when everyone was impatiently waiting for the next-gen Grand Theft Auto 4 experience, Saints Row came out to be like, yeah, it's it's here, Mm. if if you need it. And while everyone bitches and complains, being like, we're sick of Grand Theft Auto V, Sansaro's like, I suppose it's our time to come back out of the shadows. That cracks me up. That's just it. We're just, they're making a lot of money. There's no point. Developers don't want to go and take risks when money is being made. That's it. They're, they're, they're there to make money. And if they can keep adding packs to it, they've already got a foundation. But It's know. sad, but it, it's the, it, it works. So what can you do? Um... Kai, do you want to talk about the news you saw earlier today? Oh, the fact that my one woman crusade, plus some other woman, for Brendan Fraser to come back. Make sure to say that I was right. Fraser's coming back. Yeah. I love that. He's going to be the villain in the new Batgirl film. How? You you watched um, In the Heights, didn't you? Yes. You know Nina? Yes. She's going to be Batgirl. That's cool. Um, 
J.K. Simmons is Gordon, I think, from what I remember. What's but Brendan Fraser, him? guess what? He's going to be Firefly. And Toby totally guessed it when I was like, Brendan Fraser's going to be the villain. And he's like, he's going to be Firefly. And then they released the IMDb, and he's going to be Firefly. And he, we're excited. He's so lovable. Like, everyone loves him. So if people like, want to start so investing cool. in another stupid scalping book... Um, back ill you one will be the move because that is definitely what they're going with with Firefly and mm. we'll get to see kill them off that's dope I'm excited for that <laughs> I'm just glad like I know this is big news for that but mm. Brendan Fraser is like he was massive from my childhood like the mummy George of the Jungle Monkey George, Bone is George, still George. like a kick ass film like and he just like, like uh, he went George through a lot of like shit with Hollywood mm. but they were back. so rude to him it was terrible and we're all just like no. Everyone loves Leave him. Leave Brendan alone. Like, if no one will attack him again, if anyone attacks him, they're, they're dead. Or oh, the fans will just, like, end them. Mm. And I'm so glad that it was a fan that brought him back. Yeah. Did you hear that whole, like, story? No, what happened? That's so they convinced him to start doing um, cameos. No. Which is where you can pay to, like, meet For an actor. Oh, no. It wasn't cameos. He, he somehow they convinced him to do a... Um, Comic-Con, but online because of COVID, um, because he's been, what's the Iron Guy from Titans? The crash test guy. I fuck, I should know this off the top of my head. The guy, he was a Formula One driver, he was in a big cash, they turned him into Metal It's Man. a goofy name too, it's like Robot Man or something. Anyway, he's it. been in Titans and whatever the spin-off show for Titans was, because we don't watch it, but exciting. Mm-hmm. And this chick dressed up Robot as Man, for fuck's sake. Cliff Steele. Cliff Steele, that's it. Good old Cliff. Um, this chick dressed up as the girl from Mummy and was like, you know, what happened? Like, where have you been? Why? Like, you were such a huge deal and everything. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you guys liked me. That's how he's made his comeback. Some fan was like, we miss you, Brendan. And he's like, oh. He, t- he gets a little watery eyed in that. I'll start that taking too. roles again if you guys want. And everyone's like, Brendan's back! Yes. <laughs> like, it's just the sweetest story where he was like, oh, no one cares about me anymore. Like, I got screwed over by Hollywood. Yeah. The fans don't give a shit. And one fan was like, we miss you. And he's like, done, I'm in. What, what film role do you want me to take? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so sweet. And, and he, like the more you look into what actually happened to him, like when he fell out of Hollywood, yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh man, it's terrible what they did to they him. They were horrid. Yeah, which is like that's Hollywood, and I'm, it has been since the dawn of Hollywood. Pedophile industry. Yeah, but it's just like, but you like hear about it, but you never really hear about it from a male's perspective too, because it happens to women. Terry Crews had what? that shit as well. Like, but it happened to Terry. Yeah, Terry yeah, Crews. It happened, but like it was just terrible because he was such a warm person. And then, like, he just disappeared. And it's so good that people, like, bring him back. But that kind of stuff needs to be stamped out. Because I think it's still raging in Hollywood, that kind of stuff, too. Mm. And But it has been, like, you know, we did our Wizard of Oz episode. (laughs) And Jesus, you want to talk about terrible Hollywood. That film just encompasses The Wizard of Oz. Is that just their production? Because I know there's a lot of mistakes on the stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking shit show. Like, didn't the witch get, like, burns? Yeah. And she also fell out of a window. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she gets on the roof, she goes out the side of the castle, 
the, the stunt <laughs> rope is not attached to anything. She just careens out the fucking window into oh, the ground. But, but they were feeding their stars drugs and cigarettes. That was her diet. Judy Garland. She Judy went Garland insane. was on was what? Drugs and cigarettes. That's because they kept telling her she was too fat. And they slapped her in her fucking face. Yeah, the director literally <laughs> slapped her. Oh my god. How Harry. is that? Is that to get her into character? What do you do for I that? forget. She was giggling at someone. Someone was funny. She was laughing at the witch, I think. So, someone was being nice to her and cheering her up and she just slapped oh for it. Yeah. Like, you know. And frankly, the, the book's that, better anyway. The more so that comes out about it. Hollywood, the more that everyone's like, yeah, Hollywood sucks. That's why people are moving away from Hollywood. Their films getting made. Like we got like Australia, we got like a new studio. People are just coming here. We're giving them money. That's but that's awesome. I'm kind of excited that Leslie Grace is being cast mm. as Barbara because literally Nina is her only other role. Mm. Like we're getting new actors in. It wasn't me. I, Partnered I'm not, up with I'm not saying Frasier I called and it, Simmons but and I will say I when say I said that. No, no, not even the Firefly stuff. But when every, anytime someone was like, cast me a Barbara, and I'm always like, no. Because it's always like Emma Stone or like three or four other young redheads. And I was like, none of them really fit. I'd rather a new person. Yeah. Give me something fresh. I do find it a bit weird that they're casting her with J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Because she's like 23, and he's like... Yeah, but see how muscly he is now? But he's he was Gordon in, like, the Justice yeah. League. Yeah. It's the Justice League one, not the Matt Reeves Batman one. Which is confusing, but what can you do? There's too many Batman well, movies. Well, I, whenever I think of the Matt Reeves one, I just think of that as, black, as a black label. It's like it's on its own. Yeah, kind of. Are is. they keeping that black label stuff? I mean, they've never done it in films. It's sort of an unwritten thing. But it honestly works. That's, that's your new Batgirl, boys and girls. That's going to be nice. Oh, that's a piece of grass. I thought she had hair like Sindel from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> also, a last thing like I really want to yeah. talk about. Kai is going to get annoyed at me because mm. I say it the wrong way. But I want to ask you, Dune. He doesn't care. I'm not a okay. Dune person. I no, don't know shit no, about Dune. No, but with Dune, They're is gone. it Dune or is it June? Oh. Because I call a, the movie Dune, but I think of like San Dunes. That's it. Because the movie is a piece of art. It's called Dune. In America, where it was made. That's the thing. Yeah, it's the, and name. By the, by it's the a name and not a thing to me. Yes, because the writer was no, born in Washington. Ew. And he called it Dune. State or... Just start pronouncing it in Japanese phonetics. It's Dune. Dune. Yeah, just start doing it. <laughs> just, just fuck. Fucking Japanese bum out June, bum out Dune people. Just screw everyone. You start calling it Sleepy Dogs instead of Sleeping Dogs, and it makes people mad. And there's another one I was doing on purpose. Batman. Nah, there was another thing I was mispronouncing just to piss people off. I do it a lot, actually. <laughs> and I get messages. I'm like, look, I haven't got this on the well, like, even like, even like Simulu, he was just like, um, people calling it like Shang-Chi. It's like, he's like, yeah, you get a lot of people. It's Shang. Oh, we're out here in a fucking... <laughs> it, it even makes me second guess my fucking self. Um. Oh, Kyra's a racial Ross. Because Fuck the Nolan trilogy's fucked Ra- it so Raish. hard. What? Raz or... Raish or Raz. Ra- Raish. Oh, now you've broken me. Now I have to go home <laughs> and, like, YouTube it to check. <laughs> but yeah, that, uh... <laughs> it really upsets you. But we hate him because he gave birth to Talia. We hate Talia because she gave No, no, we like fucking... Talia, look. No! She do- she Damon is shit! 
wipe out the whole family. Your name is too hard to pronounce. You gave birth to your daughter who gave birth to her son, and we hate him. All of you are good done for. It says Raz is the Arabic word for head, because he's the head of the demon. But I'm going to have to look into that some more. If you watch um the Batman Beyond thing specifically about like how to because someone mispronounces his name to Talia, it's written by Paul Dini, so I say that one's the fact. That's the one. That's oh god damn, you fucked me now. So let's talk <laughs> about the only other thing I really wanted to hit. Um, Moon Knight's got another series at Marvel again, and it is. It's clearly from someone who really enjoyed the Warren Ellis Moon Knight that we loved here at, at the podcast. Yeah. So, I like, I see him in his suit, and he's doing... But it's also... Is it the suit one, or is it the other one? Summarize it's, it's, it's 50-50, so check it out. He has a place called The Mission. Mm-hmm. It's like a PI sort of office, but, you know, The Mission is his religious mission with Konshu. Mm-hmm. He is the fist of Konshu. But after a story arc I haven't read yet regarding Conchu maybe not being the best fucking guy, mm-hmm. he's he's like a heretic, but still following. Which sounds weird, but like, he's not him. as ruthless as much now. So he works in the mission. It's his PI company. Someone comes in, and you know how he's like a, a guider of people in the night? Yeah. Like the path and all that stuff, the pathfinder of the night. People come in and be like, vampires have, have, are causing a ruckus in my neighborhood. He goes out in the, you know, the actual suit and not the white fancy suit. And he, like, beats the shit out of a bunch of vampires. But they've turned a bunch of people to recruit more vampires. One of them's like, I was a fucking vegan before this. We're not like that. So he lets them go against the wishes of his god. And it's a really cool first issue. Because we see a ramp up of maybe another Conchu follower seeing his weakness. While at the same time watching him fight like creatures of the night throughout and talking to a therapist that's been assigned to him by the Avengers. They do that a lot. Well, he did take a bunch of their powers and became an Iron Fist recently in an arc called Age of Conchu. (laughs) But like, like, all his therapy sessions with already a very openly crazy... Marvel character. It's like broken up with him beating the shit out of vampires. I'm pretty sure he kills a zombie with a chainsaw at one point in this book. It's it's very cool. I'm excited to. Is this a bit like one. Blade or something? Is it a bit like what would you normally, say it's like? Because I don't know anything about no. Moonlight. Normally, no. That's why I kind of like it because it leans into the um, moon aspect of the fucking guy, I guess. Yeah, usually he's more of just like He a- was a piece of shit, like he even says it, like he was a piece of shit mercenary. Apparently our podcast that covers all this is very low quality, because it's old. But, um, yeah, he, he's a mercenary, he dies at the foot of a conchu statue in Egypt, um, is resurrected to serve the Egyptian god, and then becomes Moon Knight after the fact. And... Usually people are like, that's fucking insane, you're an insane person, and sometimes he's like, yeah, but he varies depending on your writer, because there's a lot of aspects and a lot of weird ticks and takes on the character that you can sort of, it's a bit like Wonder Woman's origin, there's so many different variations that you can sort of pick your favourite, but I like 
the things this one is picking and choosing as it goes. No, it's but we're only one issue in so far, so I'm curious to see where it goes. What else are the, uh, is Marvel starting up anything else at the moment? What are they else? Are they in issue one? I'm not sure what else they've got at the moment. Um, I believe Deadpool's starting again. That's going to be good. For his anniversary. And also there was something about like the uh, Fantastic Four too for their 60th. Yep. Yeah, they're only 60. 60 it's funny only... to think that Fantastic Four was only invented to compete with Justice League. Because it puts them so much younger than they're a lot of classic old. staples. Yeah, That's the thing, man. Marvel is not nearly as old as DC. Timely and Atlas what is, and all that How shit. old is DC? Because like, Superman was, what, the 40s? Uh, 1939 is Batman and Superman. I don't think it was called DC yet. It might have been Timely. I think it was Timely back then. Yeah, and then... And then eventually they make... Do you just... know what DC stands for? So stupid. What is it? Detective Comics. Is it? So it's Detective, so it's Detective, Comics, Detective Comics Comics. Comics. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. It's like I Detective think... Comics <laughs> Comics Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. A little bit. <laughs> so the first thing they did under the That's DC the banner one. is 1937. Hmm. Yeah, Um. and then they start doing Justice League. It sells really well. The publisher is, like, at a golf meeting with um, with Atlas, which would later become Marvel's publisher, and he's like, look at my sweet golf clubs, I got them because Justice League is selling so well. And he goes back to his office and goes, we need a fucking team, goddammit. And then Stanley ends up doing Fantastic Four. So it started off as National Allied Publications. Uh-huh. Then it became more fun. Uh-huh. And then Adventure Comics. Right. And then Detective Comics. Yeah. They all used to jump around a heap. But now you have to have the legacy of a company name, so they don't really do that anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, Moon Knight is one of my f- probably favourite Marvel characters. It's, he's up there because he's really fucking he unique. No story. It's great. It's not even that. It's like every Marvel character has, like, a DC counterpart, so you don't really need, necessarily. But Moon Knight's such a fucking odd duck that he doesn't really fit in anywhere. When was he created? Moonlight. He's not too old, but he's... I don't know, maybe... How would you like him adapted? Would you want him adapted into a TV series, movie, or a game? If you could have him adapted. He's going to be played by Poe Dameron. I forget his name. I forget his human name. The dude that is supposed to be... um, What do you call it? It's going to be a TV series? (laughs) Yeah. Oscar Isaac. Oscar, Oscar Isaac's Isaac. gonna do it. It's but coming to Disney Plus. I'm a little nervous about it because, like I said, he's such a weird, specific Six episodes guy. Episodes in 2022. It's part of Phase Four. You might, you might like the Warren Ellis Moon Knight. You might like the one where he's definitely insane and schizophrenic and talking to a Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Captain America that aren't even fucking there. You might like a classic, not insane one. Like he varies so much. It's hard to say which one you would like 75. and which one you would 75. Werewolf of By Night, issue 32, mm. May of 1975. Yeah. Created by Doug Monich and Doug Don Monch, Perlin. Who you would know as like a staple of Gotham history. He did a lot of detective Nightwings and such. But yeah. That's heaps. So that's, those are the things I've been reading. So get ready for Moon Knight soon. 
It's yeah. gonna be nice. Chuck it on your pull list because it doesn't suck yet. Anything else? You happy? Satisfied? Man, I feel like there was a lot of stuff to cover. Holy shit! It's been, been, like Disney it's been a big ass month. We've had a lot of reveals. Like I think even that Wolverine was this month. It was heat. yes, yes, it was. I mean, if you want, I can wind you about Funko screwing up Disney, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very specific. Finish up on that one. Okay, Go on. I'm currently mad at Funko mm-hmm. for a thing that Toby's been mad at them for the last what? I've been picking years. on them because they like to do color variants of stuff. They use the same model, like they've, the same cast. They've done Infinity Gem color palettes of the Avengers. They've also done wood. They've done silver. And they've also... They've, they've done Pride the, Month? No, no. They've done the Infinity Gems, but now they're doing, like, the exact same thing, but slightly twinklier. I forget what it's called. But, yeah, I've seen maybe a dozen different Arkham Asylum Joker color variants for some reason. Okay. So in the last couple of years, we have the celebrations. Disneyland, which is Anaheim, California, the park opened by Walt, has the Sleeping Beauty Castle as its center point. The blue one. It's it's the little squidgy one. So for their 65th, they came out with the Sleeping Beauty Funko Castle. Disney World in Florida... Walt never saw it, has the Cinderella Castle as its center point. Funko came out with a castle to celebrate their 50th. They came out with a newly painted Disneyland castle. Kaya tells me the castle looks different than it's supposed to. Very different (laughs) than it's supposed to. One is squishy, one is tall. Mm. And they're like... Everyone's like, um, you've you've messed up. This is the wrong castle. And they're like, no, we used the the new paint job from the Florida park, and we've put it on the Disneyland one. They've essentially gone, no, we don't care. <laughs> and I'm mad because Thank I want a Florida castle. Yeah, but think, look at how much money they can make from just changing like this light color variant. Yeah, people are gonna fall for it. Yeah, I'm like, you so for say us Disney fans. It's like you say it's a different color. It annoys me, man. The color palette stuff is so crazy, like, over the top. The um, De Los Muertos Day, they did, like, Sugar Skull versions of Batman, Joker, Harley, Bane, Blue Beetle, and um, Girl Green Lantern, whose name? Jessica Cruz. Thank fuck, I thought of that. But they've, they've already done color palettes for Blue Beetle and that Green Lantern version. They haven't released the original versions of those yet. <laughs> like, they haven't come out, but they've got the Sugar Skull versions. Just release a normal fucking Catwoman. How'd they miss that? How'd that slip through the cracks? Well, okay. And they still haven't done it. <laughs> no, that's why I'm baffled. What is your it. most value... Just finish up. What, what do you mm. think is your most value pop vinyl? Oh, easy. That's my green arrow. Metallic. Meta- metallic. Depending on how trendy pop vinyls are at the time, it can be anywhere between $700 and $1,200. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's worth more than some of my premium formats, which feels wrong. I was looking at, like, some of the directors, like, you know... Uh, that Spike Lee out now. That's the only one I've seen. What around is it? Mm. His is, like, $800. He's got a pop-up because he's got the director ones. Yeah. Cause that, that that would be a small print because that's old. Oh, yeah. Mm, he's sitting at about 940 at the moment. Who's that? Green Arrow. Okay, there you go. Do you have a favourite car? Your favourite pop-up? I'm gonna be honest. My, my favorite pops. My holy grail. But... 
which no one has because no one seems to have been collecting them this long, is the Green Lantern movie Sinestro. That is like the only one of the original run I'm missing. Is that expensive? It's it's not only expensive, but no one really sells it anymore because who gives a fuck about that movie? Yeah. It's got a very small print, and no one wants to sell it. At I love it how they even take I need them to crash out like Beanie Babies so I can get it cheap. Because we remember, like when we started we were buying, them they were, they were twelve bucks. Yeah, we they weren't huge yet. Even even like the exclusives were twelve dollars. The only reason we started collecting them is because the Batman bobblehead didn't look as good as the pop vinyl. The pop vinyl was cute, so I got that instead, and now they're expensive. It's huge. Funko is massive now. They got a movie coming out. They're doing they? a movie. Well, I have an original Funko. From before they were doing pop vinyls, you have a. You need to take that in puppet. and like just go behind your desk and just go, "Hey guys." Yeah, start doing Mister Hat style. There is that. <laughs> this, this is a Funko from Japan. Hang on, I gotta take off the price sticker. <laughs> when they worked with Universal Studios, this doesn't even have a date on it. That is so cool, though, the puppet. It's not even spelled correctly because it's capital F U N capital K O. Nice. A Funko Inc. Well, because I originally, I remember them doing like the big, the big boy burger place, like super early on and stuff. We'd have to do a history episode. I'd have to research it. But I think that is way over time as it is. Oh yeah, we're like way past. It's been big news time. That is a long news. Mm-hmm. You say um, that, but I have to upload this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, well, if you're still here, thank you very much for listening. We hope. You had some good news in the last fucking, like, two months since we've done one of these. Um, just remember that it's November, not Christmas. I've been your host, Terry Paul. Thank you to Bo for Thank joining you. us. Thank you for producer Kai for producing this and putting it up. Um, and we will see you next week. Class dismissed. <laughs>